Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I'm going to just give you a life update. So every now and then, I will kind of do this and share with you what's going on in my life. And there are plenty of other podcasts of mine that give you tons and tons of information but and good takeaways. But every now and then, you crave and ask for a life update from me. And I appreciate your interest. So if you feel like having kind of a coffee talk with me, I'm going to tell you what's going on with me. I think I will start with a Hashimoto's update because so many of you are asking for that. And to do that, I probably have to kind of give you the background of, you know, journey of what's been going on. I went to the Center for New Medicine uh, September and they did a bunch of different tests and I also have a follow up with my doctor this coming week, but they found that I had one tiny gross, but form of parasites. They've decided that I had an overgrowth of candida and of course, you know, stress, which of course that comes along with my life and how much I have on my plate, which I knew that that's a part of Hashimoto's. And they put me on basically a three-month protocol. First month was fine. It was a specific cleanse that was about 21 days. And it was through a company called Standard Process. That went pretty okay, I would say. All of this is just a lot because it's a lot of planning and it's a lot of like okay, if we're going to eat, I need to make sure to bring something with me. Or if I don't want to get hungry, because then if there's junk around, like I can't eat that on the, so it's just a lot of planning, but I did it and it went okay. And then they had me on this candida diet for the next two months. And the candida diet is very, very restrictive. The, for instance, the only fruit I can eat is berries, like no bananas, no apples, like nothing, like nothing. And it got hard. It got really, really hard. You know, I use, and I've always been this way for a handful of years at this point, um, I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. And so that was really upsetting when I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's because they tell you to go gluten-free and dairy-free. And I do things like natural sweeteners, honey, dates. I don't do really any sugar. I can feel a difference in my body and my energy and all of that. 
they wanted me to use stevia instead of dates and honey and no sweet potatoes. Like so many of the things that I was eating on a regular daily basis, it was, it was, that's a no, that's a no. And so it took me a lot to figure out what I could eat on a daily basis. The reason that the 21 day cleanse worked for me was because there were these protein smoothies that I had to do twice a day. And I think that that's what really helped me keep my weight on and maintain my weight as it is. But with the candida diet, I kept talking to everyone who's supporting me through all of this and saying like, I basically would like show up to calls crying and be like, this is not livable. Like I am miserable. Like, like this is not working for me. And then Halloween rolls around and it was so unlivable. And I think I was so freaking hungry that I started cheating. I kept saying, we've got to do something like this is clearly not working for my lifestyle. This is clearly not working for me and it won't work for me long-term. And so I could tell that I was starting to flare a little bit, which is so upsetting, but I think I'm on the right track now, I guess you could say. We have cut that crazy candida diet. I'm still taking about 40 vitamins a day, Um, but I actually like the vitamins. Like I do think that they're helping me a lot and working on all the different things that we need to work on, but I'm back to eating what works for me, which is gluten-free, dairy-free, all the fruit and vegetables I want, no grains, lots of protein. I made that decision because when I went to California for Dancing with the Stars and to have a bunch of meetings and hang out with Amanda Klutz and do all the things, if you saw it on my social media, it was so much fun. I like, it was, oh, it just makes me honestly want to move to California because I would take dance classes every day. Um, When I got back, I stepped on the scale, which I don't very often. And the weight, it was just, I was just losing too much weight and I'm not going to trade one issue for another. And in terms of like malnutrition, like I just, it, I just, it just wasn't working for me. But I was feeling really great when I was eating all the fruits and vegetables I wanted and protein and the things that were working for me. So you wanted an update. That's my update. It's not like, woohoo, like she's doing fantastic. I think there's a lot to sum up here, if you will. Number one, you have to do what works for you. And I think that we are all looking, especially with Hashimoto's, there's so much literature and there's not a lot of literature and we're all trying to figure it out because it is so prevalent. So many people have it. Everyone I tell I have Hashimoto's like, oh, my friend has that. Or, oh, my daughter has that. Like so many people have it in the autoimmune disease world. And I have now tried it all, seen it all, done it all, talked to all, like I've got my doctors and people in place, but I now know that this can be managed, but it has to be managed in the way that works for me. I've done the parasite cleanse. So if they, if they were in there, they're hopefully out. I don't, I didn't look I just bye-bye, like walk out the bathroom. No, thank you. 
Um, and I would say the biggest, most helpful tool for me is sleep. I'm like bummed when I look at my aura ring and I bought my aura ring to track my sleep. I don't wear it every day. I don't, I don't track all, like I don't, I don't track my fitness and all that stuff, but I'm so bummed when I don't get eight hours, like so bummed because sleep is like medicine. And if you're struggling, you don't even have to have Hashimoto's. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, dysregulation, fight or flight, burnout, all the things I talk about, sleep and water. Start with that. Like don't even change your diet. Like just sleep and water will like drastically change your life. Starting to change your life. So start with that. Um, but sleep is super, super important for me. And that leads me to how the rest of my life is going, which is my life is crazy. I am so proud of myself. Okay. This is like a twofold thing. I'm so proud of myself because I finally have enough energy and my kids were still doing sports. So Lolo, my nanny was helping me get them all the different places, but we really were like, one and done basically. Cause that's all I could really handle. And also Charlie wasn't really into sports and I'm so proud of him now. He loves baseball, but this was the first fall that Eli and Charlie were like all in on sports. Eli did basketball at school, which was just a late pickup. It wasn't even games. It was just, you know, learning the basics of basketball. Eli and Charlie did soccer cause they both wanted to try it. And they both did baseball. Now, Charlie didn't love soccer. And I am usually one that says if you start something, you need to finish it. That's what my mom did of like, we've already paid for the season. So like, if you don't like it, it's okay. We just won't do it next time. But we do have to finish it out. I was so incredibly proud that Charlie loved baseball that I was like, sure, you don't like soccer? Like, no big deal. Eli liked soccer, but I do think his thing is baseball which I'm so happy about because I love watching both of them play baseball secretly, selfishly. Um, but it was a crazy busy season of baseball because they both had two practices a week plus soccer practice plus, you know, games every weekend. And it's been a crazy few months, which I do think has also run me down with all the Hashimoto stuff and feeling like I wasn't getting enough sleep. Like Charlie's baseball practice was at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Definitely didn't get to sleep at all in on Saturdays. I know I'm, I'm very lucky. My children let me sleep on the weekends. I've done some awesome work on that front. It was such a win for me because I didn't have this. Like I literally looked at the calendar and I was like, Oh shit. We've got two soccer games every Saturday, a baseball practice most Saturdays for Charlie and a baseball game most Saturdays for Eli. And then we've got a game on Sunday for Charlie and another game for Saturday. Like it was just, if you looked at the schedule, it wasn't during the week. Like I thought it would be, it was like mostly weekends and I loved it, but it also ran me ragged a little, which is so heartbreaking and so frustrating and so devastating because it's just that reminder that I'm the one and only. And while I'm so incredibly happy that I had enough stamina to do all of this, I do get so sad when I sometimes realize, you know, 
coming back from California, I was like wiped. Like, I can't tell you like wiped. Like I was like done for, I was like, I needed like a week recovery of like tons and tons of sleep. And it sucks to not have endless amounts of energy. It sucks to feel like I need to be in all places all the time, every day. And while yes, I have an incredible partner and he supports me and supports the kids and helps me with the kids, there's still a difference between, because I've had it, right? There's still a difference between having a spouse live in your home and carry the load. And especially with the fatigue of Hashimoto's, I get frustrated when like my body just won't keep going. I also get frustrated because I am very unwilling to dysregulate myself or burn out. And so I will take care of myself rather than abandon myself and push. And sometimes that's frustrating because I'd rather go out or do the thing or like, I'd rather be able to just keep go, go, going, but I can feel how desperately my body needs rest and it holds me back sometimes. So it's, it's, it's twofold. It's, you know, it's, I'm so happy that I got to watch the boys do all these sports. And like, I'm so excited that I had that smidge of extra energy, but of course it caught up with me, which is such a bummer. Now, did I get burnt out? No, because I'm unapologetic about knowing where I'm at and putting my rest needs first because I can't, when I burn out, it's, I haven't burnt out in years to that extent. But when I used to burn out, it was, I mean, just like hysterically crying. I would, once I went to bed, I'd have like a night where I would just hysterically cry and everything was wrong. And it was like, it's, it's literally like a meltdown with our children. It's like, you know, those days where they're like, you can't cut the sandwich right, but you've cut it 15 different ways. And you're like, I don't understand what you want. It would be a moment like that for adults. And I, as an adult have had that. And many of my clients have that still. It's literally everything is wrong. Nothing is right. We catastrophize everything. We're crying. We're miserable. We're like, we, it's just, everything is wrong. No matter what, there's no way it could ever get better. That is like complete and utter burnout. And I don't allow myself to get there because it is so miserable and it's so draining and it's not fun taking care of yourself sometimes and putting your regulation needs and your, your rest first. Like it's so sucky sometimes when you want to go and do the thing, but I do it because I know that's what's best for me. But overall, I would say we're going to call it a win. I know I just went back and forth, but I'm going to call it a win. Because this, again, is the first season since Jonathan has passed that I have had the energy to go big on extracurriculars with sports. And it feels so good. And I do see my spark coming back. It's slow, but I see it coming back. And I take all my wins because if I don't, then I'll just still feel icky. You know, I'll still feel like, oh, like I'm not the same person I was before. I will never be the same person I was before Jonathan passed. Like I will never be the same person. I do believe that if you have 
gone through anything huge in your life, lost a spouse or a divorce or anything like that, I do believe that we don't fully own that it's okay to be someone different than who we were before. Now, yes, I'm still Brooke, right? Like at the end of the day, I'm still Brooke, but the life experiences have shaped who I am and who I will be for the rest of my, my life. Right. And there's so many things that I'm proud of with that, the person that I am, but I also miss certain carefree parts of me. And I see those sparks and little bits of me coming back. I don't, gosh, I don't cry as much. And I don't, I, the morning you still mourn. There's still triggers. I will, like I said, deal with this and have to heal for the rest of my life. But the fog very, very slowly lifts. And in April, it will be three years. So if you're a new widow listening to this, or you are just about to decide to get a divorce, or just know that you will get to another side, not the other side, but another side. But it does take time. And Finding the beauty and patience of time is your most valuable asset you could ever find because it allows you to be more present with where you're at, not just accept the grief process or accept, you know, like where you're at, but it really truly allows you to be present in wherever you are at now. Your nervous system, FYI, is exactly where it needs to be. Like my nervous system for year one was exactly where it needed to be. My nervous system for year two was exactly where it needed to be. My nervous system this year is exactly where it needs to be. It's going to be where it needs to. It's not going to go any farther. And so it's okay to be exactly where you're at with your own individual healing process, whatever you are moving through for yourself. The other thing on the life update is I could not be more excited about this upcoming thrive. I don't know if I've ever like fully explained it here in a podcast, so I might as well just do it now. So there are many different ways to work with me. You can work with myself one-on-one. You can work with the three individuals who I've trained for over two years that I would absolutely never have on my team or never allow them to see clients if I didn't feel that you were going to get the same result as you would with me. I did not allow them to see one-on-one clients for over a year while I was training them and they've all been with me for at least two years. And so you can work with one of them. You can work with me one-on-one basis. You can do our Thrive group program, which I'll tell you more about in a second. Or you can do any of my on-demand courses. If you go to my website, there are like five or six on-demand courses, which gives so much value. If you're going to choose any of them, I'd say battling burnout is your biggest bang for your buck. It's fantastic. And I'm sure we'll do a holiday special on that. So make sure to watch out for that. But let's get back to Thrive because Thrive is really, it's just so special. It's just, it's, oh, I just don't even know how to explain it. So this year, we only do Thrive twice a year, just FYI. We do it in the beginning of the year and we do it before Thanksgiving around September. And it's a three-month group program where you basically 
watch a module, you get the booklet of all the modules, but you watch a module, I explain and present all the different modules, and then you come to a live call once a week with me and the rest of the group. You also get 24-7 voice messaging support because I don't believe that once a week is enough. I believe that change happens when you have consistent support. And so we break down our large group of Thrive participants into small groups of 10, and you have one of us lead your group. You will meet with us in the beginning, and you will meet with us in the end so that we can have a one-on-one with you, as well as you have office hours with your lead of your voice messaging group in your little pod of 10 once a week. So it's really, you get, and you don't have to go to any of it. It's all recorded. So like you can watch it later, but you're literally getting 24 seven support, a module a week. You see me once a week and you have a call with your lead, which is one of the three women who work with me in their quote office hours to like touch base, check in, and gain some more support, especially if you're having a hard week. So you literally get so, so much for three months. The coolest thing that we have done this year, which is really a life update because I've been working so hard on this and building new modules for this, is we're not doing Thrive Like a Mother anymore. We are doing Thrive Like a Human and Thrive Like a Parent. Now those groups will be separate. So all the parents will meet together And all the other humans will meet together, meaning if you aren't a parent, there is a place for you. If you are a male, there's a place for you. If you are a male parent, there is a place for you. This is for everyone now. And I could not be more excited. So the, by the way, the voice messaging, the smaller groups, all the men will be together. So if you were curious about that, yes, we are dividing those groups so that there's more safety within those groups because it gets very vulnerable in those groups. And we want you guys to feel comfortable sharing, but it's an incredible experience of taking you through sensory and emotional regulation. And it's an experiential process of being able to feel the difference between dysregulation and regulation. You can do it as a spouse, like as a couple, we have a discounted rate for couples who want to do it together so that both parents are getting this work together. And I could not be more excited for a few reasons. Number one, I'm so thrilled that you want this. I'm so thrilled that this was requested so much that we're finally doing it. And number two, I'm so thrilled that we get to reach more than just moms because you know that once a year, I do an entire week strictly on dads, the week of right around the week of Jonathan's anniversary of his passing, I do a week where all of my content is about dads. And my big hashtag for that is dads matter too. And I truly believe that. And I want all humans to know that sensory and emotional regulation is for you because a brain is a brain is a brain. And I am so excited that this is finally happening. It's taken a lot of effort and a lot of work because we have basically rebuilt all of the modules to be able to give real life examples of not just moms, but parents and dads or just humans, non-parents and 
what dysregulation looks like in your world, right? If you're not a parent and I'm just so excited. Like I, like I cannot tell you how excited I am about that. And I really hope one day you, you join. There's plenty of payment plan options and all the different things. If you're interested, reach out. We would love to have you. But I'm just so excited that I get to do more for more humans because I believe that this is, this is the key to mental health. I, I, I do. Like mental health and sensory and emotional regulation are aligned because we've only done it more in a psychological manner, but now you guys are understanding it more in a neurological, physiological, mind-body connection manner. And that is life changing and transforming in the best possible way. Another side note life update is if you watch this on YouTube, you will notice that my background of my office is different. I'm getting my office together and I don't know if you know this, but I turned my dining room into my office. I was in a smaller room next door and I decided as I'm kind of redoing my home, it was either have a fresh start in our home or move. And so I decided this is the best place for my children and the best neighborhood and the most fantastic neighbors and school and all the things. And so we're staying, but I needed to have a fresh start and make it mine. And I decided I'm in my office a lot during the day, a lot. So I took over the dining room because I also don't host parties that much. I don't host dinner parties. And it was just like an empty room with a large table in it. And it ended up being a place where we just kind of like dropped things and I'm loving it. It's not finished. If you see and you're watching, there's no stone top on the cabinets, but I could not be more thrilled. And I never thought updating my home and making these design choices of you. Well, I never thought it would give me the joy that it has. I, for as long as I can remember, and I did so much work on this a really long time ago, but for as long as I can remember, I've cared so much about what my mom and sister think because I'm the youngest. And so I always looked up to them and felt like they knew best, but I'm finding my own voice. I'm finding my own design aesthetic. I'm finding my own piece of what I want my house to look like and how I want it to feel. And I never in my wildest dreams did I think that building a space that feels peaceful for me and regulating for me would be so life-changing. I never, I never dreamed of that. And we started with my bedroom and my bedroom feels like such a peaceful, calm place now. And it was, it was time. It was time for me to get more of me. So let's talk about what's to come besides Thrive. I have some very, very exciting guests coming on the podcast in the coming year. So look for that. We are going to be doing a lot more of all that we already are doing because we feel so good with what we're doing and it's, it's so rewarding and it's working and we're just so, we're so happy that this is so supportive for so many. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to spend some time with my boys over the holiday. I think I need to buy myself a birthday present because I just had a birthday. I'm watching my dog right now walk out of my office, itching himself while wearing a diaper. 
And I, if you've seen my stories, my dogs are not doing well. Um, I thought two, three weeks ago, I was going to have to put them both down literally on the same like day. I was like, this is clearly going to have to happen on the same day. Like they're like both not doing well, but they're doing better. And I think that's it. I think that's my update. What I will say is even despite possibly having a little bit of a flare with my Hashimoto's, I've never felt so good in a really long time because I know how to support myself with Hashimoto's. Like I know how to support myself emotionally and physically and mentally. And I think the biggest piece for me is my sparks coming back and I feel it and it's coming back slow and I'm savoring the slow. Like I'm enjoying it. Like, Oh, that, wow. That felt really good. You know, my kids are doing really well. They are a handful, but they're doing really well. And I can't thank you enough for listening and coming along for this crazy ride. It's the best. It's so much fun. I love doing this and I love, I'm very lucky that I love what I do and I love supporting all of you. So I hope you enjoyed our coffee talk for today. I'm totally going to be done with this podcast in a second. I'm going to be like, oh, crap, I forgot to tell him this. That's fine. I guess you'll have to hear it the next time. So until next time, XOXO, Dr. B.